right, let me just test it. Everyone just say something. Hello, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you be that voice, though? That's not your voice. It's how I think it I speak sometimes. Is. Oh, it's how you think you talk. That's his podcasting voice. Is that your podcasting voice? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so this episode is about living with vegans and non-vegans because in about 12 months time, us three will be living together and me and Jess are vegan Mm -hmm. and Callum is not vegan. No. Um, We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it slowly but surely. To be fair, when I met you a year ago, you were... No, no way. And do you remember when I did... Your, when you had COVID yes, and yeah. I did your shop yeah. and you gave me a list and I did it and I replaced all of the meat things yeah. with vegan things yeah, and I do honestly it wasn't horrendous <laughs> um, I wasn't a huge fan of um, what was it that came in the box the tub like the rice and I can't remember what it was called now I, I can't remember what I did it was like a wicked thing. kitchen like meal or something uh, that was like black oh, beans don't go and, for the ready meal yeah, essentially yeah the ready meal wasn't great I'll be honest and neither was the oat milk. Did you shake it? Yes, obviously. obviously. I, read, I always read the instructions <laughs> on my milk. It's the first thing I didn't want to pick up the milk. Um, but yeah, like that will be the hardest thing, I think, for me, because I eat so much cereal. And mm-hmm. if I have to change to a milk alternative, and so far I've tried three. So I've tried coconut, almond, and um, oat. oat. And here's the order. Um, almond is going bottom. I really, really didn't like that. Coconut next, a little bit sweet. And then... Oat milk was the most tolerable, but I still wasn't like a huge fan of it. I need to try soya. Mm-hmm. What didn't you like about oat milk? I think it just sort of tasted like bitter to me, but I don't know if that was... Cause again, I had COVID, but I didn't have any symptoms at this point. Have you not tried oat milk since I bought you oat milk? I thought, no. I thought you had some here the other day. What was that? That was the almond. Oh, that okay. was horrendous. I've not had oat milk <laughs> since then. But what we should try then is to, to get you into it. A blind milk taste test. <laughs> True, but you, you'll clearly be able to sit, like they do have different tastes and different purposes. But I was going to say, yeah, by... I think you won't be able to. No, no. Tell so I don't. I don't mean like put normal milk in there. I mean let's just all the vegan alternatives blindfold me, so I can't go like, oh, that was almond. Again, oh, because you have like predetermined. Because now I've got ideas, that in my head yeah. that almond milk is disgusting. Mm. So no, like I said before, I, I don't like. I can't remember. I either don't like unsweetened oh, or sweetened almond milk. Mm. Either one. It is a bit rubbish. Um, but if you're going to try oat milk, which is the best, nah, we'll buy soya. it. No. Team soya. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but you don't eat cereal. Yeah, but, okay, so when I was in um, France this year, there was obviously kind of limited things on for breakfast. Like, mm. if I had toast, I just had to have toast with jam on. I couldn't have the butter. And one day they had soy milk, and I was like, oh, I'm going to treat myself some cereal because I never have it, and it's one of the only things I can eat. And... Um, it was like the important question is what cereal did you it have? It was like, um, what was it? I think it was like bran flakes. Well, that's a decent. That's a decent tier yeah. of cereal. But in my opinion, having soy milk with cereal is like just being sick into a bowl and then eating. That's it. Well, you've not made that sound quite, very appetising. No, I'm, I'm not. Just because I'm vegan doesn't mean I'm going to add add 
you know, be an advocate for, advocate for every. Well, I wish you had told me before yeah, I tried so, soy milk. But you don't I like oat milk, and I love oat milk, so you never know. But what I was saying before is that we should buy you the top branded Oatly. Like Oatly is elite. Okay. You can't deny that. It's well, the best of the best. That's why I get back to you when I'm done. Yeah, we do have a brand deal. Oh, <laughs> just to mention. No, Oatly, that's why it's about a tenner, tenner a thing. No, it's like two. It's, like, it's just more expensive then. Just exaggerating again. Yeah, but, you know, we'll start you off at the best. Different exaggeration. Oh, no. No, but I think th- this journey of me trying vegan food started, and I-, I don't know whether I should name the place. I feel like I can. I'm, I'm happy to cut ties with the courtyard in Manchester because uh, <laughs> their vegan chicken was horrendous. That was the first thing I think I ate that was vegan. It was bad. And it was very bad. So it didn't start me off on a great... Mm-hmm. I-, I didn't have high hopes for it, but then since then I've had... Like vegan cheese, I like vegan cheese. It's quite sticky, mm-hmm. but I could easily substitute out normal cheese for vegan cheese and be completely fine. It just fine. depends which like cheese restaurants you use. I found yeah. at Puresa, it's not sticky at all because I think they have no, their own kind nice. of recipe. But like, if you go in where someone just uses like Via Life or something mm. from the shop, then it can be a bit. And more um, I really like the burgers. At, did you? I remember the last episode. Did you establish whether it's V Burger or Burger? <laughs> I think it's, it's Burger because there's it's no Burger. Yeah. yeah. Um, and their pulled pork there is really really nice mm. uh, I really like their pulled pork burger um, so yeah and I can tell you what I didn't like as well and that uh, you did the shop when I had, I had COVID and I can tell you what I didn't like Go on. Uh, it was the burgers you got me the chickpea protein burgers now like in my head burgers are like savoury that they taste like kind of mm. flame grill meaty you know um, but they were sweet which was like a really new experience to mm. bite into a burger and it tastes sweet and I, I didn't really like that but I prefer the burgers at like Pureza and yeah yeah it's a difficult one I don't know whether it's best to start you off on the west of the west and it only gets better mm. or the west of the west puts you off straight away and I don't know I think I've done alright to keep going I mean um, at V Revs in Manchester I really enjoyed the food there as well that was nice mm. oh yeah we um, went there didn't we yeah uh, the garlic chicken was incredibly garlicky but other than that it was, it was nice mm. So yeah, I, I think I'm making like positive strides for, for when we live together because that's the idea, isn't it? Like when we live together, when I'm in the house, I eat vegan so that I'm not like, you know, we're having to share pans or the oven where I'm cooking meat or something. So I'll eat vegan in. And then when I go out, if I can't fully support a vegan diet, then I can kind of get what else I need from outside the house when I'm not but eating around you too. vegan food is nicer out there. I mean, if you can actually cook like me and Harry, then yeah, you'll be fine, but you're cooking No, no, skills. but I, I couldn't, yeah, cook. I couldn't cook when I started. I nearly set fire to a pan the other day, so yeah, that wasn't a, a bright moment. It was like one in the morning I was cooking as well, so I was scared I was going to set the fire alarm off and wake everyone up. Oh yeah, we were saying that because vegan food is better Yeah. out at fancy yeah. restaurants. I tried to get the, I asked for the recipe for that, um, the vegan cheese at Pureza. Oh yeah. And they told me it's a secret. Wow. I also went, uh, uh, have you ever been to Honest Burgers? Uh, not yet, no. Honest Burgers isn't a vegan restaurant, but it does one vegan thing and it's a vegan burger, but it is the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, well, why have you not taken me there? Yet? I know, I know, it's been on my list of things to oh, do. Oh, it's all right, we'll do it while you're away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. Um, well, you're not leaving as much time, we've only got two days before we get away to try and squeeze it. Let's just go on a tour tomorrow, let's go on a tour around all the... We'll just throw up by the end of the day. Yeah. But honestly, so it's a, it's a... It's not like it's supposed to be anything else. It's supposed to be a beef, bacon and cheeseburger. It is the best thing I've ever eaten. You, I know it's not really for you, but for me and Callum, who yeah. used to eat meat, 
it is a it's amazing so i asked the chef i was like whoa what's going on here this is ridiculous like god <laughs> you know what's the secret and i thought he was going to say the secret is it's a cow you know it's yeah. it's big because honestly i was like I, that's why i went i thought you know they've made a mistake this isn't a vegan restaurant they've made a mistake I wanted to kick off, but <laughs> they were like, no, that's vegan. Right. So that is my well, top. I'm quite excited now because I'm quite partial to a, a bacon and cheeseburger. Yeah, so and I know. that there's a, a great vegan version out there. I'm surprised I'm not taking it. I, no. I know I'm really bad at exaggerating, you know, and I big things up too much and then it's not as good. But I've taken Seamus before he was veggie and uh, Michael and Ebony, who isn't veggie. And they said it's amazing. Okay. Well, I will send you a review as soon yeah, as I go. Yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, I just like. So, I've only ever really eaten chicken growing up because my mum's vegetarian, so I feel like when you're surrounded by that, it kind of helps. Yeah. And just the idea of. Always the idea of eating, like, what just obviously looks like flesh just really put me off. Um, like, I would only eat chicken nuggets because you can't see it because it's in breadcrumbs. But when I, whenever I've tried beef burgers, say if it's the only thing like at a festival where the food's a bit, you know, rubbish yeah. and you just have to eat, because I wouldn't usually go for beef burger, I'd just be like, I don't understand the hype. And it's not the fact that it's a rubbish beef burger because my cousin, my auntie, and my dad all had a bite of it and they were like, that literally tastes exactly the same. And I was just there, like, what is the hype then? Because this honestly just tastes like horrible to me. <laughs> I just like. I think I just like vegetables and fresh, like yeah, tasting just, things. But honestly, to. I was just like, why is everyone still eating this flesh stuff when it tastes like this? But that was that's my opinion. It is, it is crazy that you've you grew up like that, mm-hmm. and that's like a, it was just like a normal thing. Yeah. Like to not eat for me and you to not eat meat was weird growing yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, like it would. Oh, it wasn't supported in my wider family, let's just say that. I was getting more like a waste of space. Nice. Uh, both my mum and me. And then obviously, my mum's still vegetarian, but when I obviously then went vegan, it was like another thing of like, oh, you're oh, like Jesus. crazy kind of thing. Um, but yeah. See, I, I don't think I have that experience in my family. Like, no one is vegan. I think uh, someone in my family is pescatarian because they went veggie and uh, needed like omega-3 and stuff mm. extra so went back to eating fish but like I never grew up around like that experience at all so it's just so alien to me yeah I'm the same my dad shoots birds and <laughs> yeah. eats them probably shouldn't say that on the internet nah, there'll be people angry at him but like that's <laughs> yeah but <laughs> I'm angry I'll, I'll out him in front of everyone <laughs> What you just said about like omega three and stuff, like that's one argument that really annoys me that people say is like, oh, but like the supplements and stuff, but like the supplements get injected into the animal. The animal just doesn't naturally have like, or like, you know, the vitamins that get injected into the animal. So why not just cut the animal out of the like? I'm all for taking the min- a thousand tablets every morning. The animal worry. is like the middleman. Mm. But like yesterday. Gonna out Callum's eating yesterday. He had a cheese toast and a cheese pizza. <gasps> what what vitamins are you getting out of that then? Like you probably do need to Nothing. take vitamins this as is, well. I then. think I think being a student as well and vegan is possibly the curveball for me. There's so many times where I just go, I can't be bothered to do anything, and I just so you might as well take a supplement. I just take the well. easy option. Like I, I won't lie to you. Not my proudest moment of the night was having not that much left in the fridge combine it all together and making a garlic bread like sub sandwich that was like meatballs and cheese 
Don't be ashamed, you were so excited. I was quite excited by the idea of combining all that, but I you can't like, say oh it was God, 10 out of 10. I'm going to have a gold baguette with meatballs and cheese. I mean, it wasn't 10 out of 10. And, I mean, I, just, I think maybe like you going vegan mm. would improve my diet on the whole as well. Like that's a, an upside to it. Yeah, because you become more aware. When you, when you step out of what your normal diet is, you become more aware of what you're eating and you start checking packets of things and how many calories are in there and and kind of what you need on a daily basis so it's not like i became vegan so i'm not getting what i need so i started taking supplements it's more that i most likely was very deficient in a lot of things Mm. before i was vegan i just became more aware of the things that i needed and what i was eating and and to make sure i was getting everything when i did a vegan podcast for my uni module when I asked people why they went vegan they said for health reasons like obviously animals as well but their number one reason was for health mm. so yeah but I think I'm a pretty bad vegan and checking what I need to have in my diet so I probably am on death's door but um <laughs> I just I just I've never looked at calories or anything but, but I should probably look yeah. to see what supplements I'm getting but this is my argument of like you saying oh well I need a varied diet, but then your diet right now isn't varied. No, not here, but like, I think last year I was much better. I don't know if it was just because I had the motivation of moving to uni and I was like, right, like I'm cooking everything mm. for myself now because at home I still had the back, like the kind of fallback of sometimes my parents would, would cook. and But I did quite well last year. Like I, I cooked almost every night um, and it wasn't the same stuff. It was really very... Well, I didn't have any friends <laughs> last year. No, that's true. But... I've definitely regressed in that sense. I mean, I think this summer didn't help either. Going home when I wanted to be here in Manchester and, and mm. having to go home for like, you know, whatever reasons I had to, I, I would pick up shifts at work all the time and just not eat. I would just skip meals. So I, I had a very unhealthy summer of just not eating, which is, I think, a big backward step in terms of overall diet, not just, not just going vegan, but... Yeah, no, that's fair. recently moved back home with my family for a few weeks and since I've lived on my own I think it's fair to say that my views have become a lot more radical because I've moved into the city surrounded by other people who are vegan surrounded by vegan restaurants and it's it's easier than ever to be in the city to live on your own you're in charge of all your own cooking you know what's in the fridge whatever so to go back home where I'm sharing the fridge with mints and you know steak and eggs and there's always an egg boiling on the pan and I have to wash my things in the same place that you know there's still leftover you know cow and chicken on the plate you know for me that's become very stressful mm. so Jess you live here with people who Four people who eat, eat meat dairy. what's Quite it like what's it like meal. for you um does it bother you or, or do you just are you used to it? It does bother me but obviously I'm, I know that people are kind of it's going to sound mean it's not mean but stuck in their ways of eating meat mm. um, like we live with a Norwegian person who literally eats reindeer at Christmas time what? so like you know it's that kind of level but um, 
Yeah, because even at home, it's not like my dad is. The, I'm an only child. It's just me, my mum, my dad. My dad's the only one that eats meat. Um, mm. So like, even at home, I'm not used to that much meat being cooked, especially if my dad's at work quite a lot. And it's just me and my mum having tea together. Um, but like I say, I just kind of know that I, if I want to live with these people and not because in World War Three all the time I need to keep my mouth shut and there's some days where if I've seen a particular thing on my Instagram feed I might be a little bit more angry headed vegan <laughs> where I'm just kind of like isn't, isn't it just weird how people say that vegans are the weird ones when you're literally like eating flesh like that once lived that was like a living thing but then we're the weird ones I'll just say comments like that and I know people get annoyed but it's just I just can't help it sometimes but um, all in all, in this really long ramble, yeah, I mean, I don't know, it smells bad, but... Oh, yeah, the it. smell <laughs> that's hit the me thing. straight away because I lived on my own yeah. for, for a year to go back into a household mm. where there is meat and dairy. Yeah. Oh, the smell. And just... like also, like, so that everyone respects not to use this one single frying pan that I have to fry meat but everybody still uses the same spatulas that I use the same chopping boards I use so mm. they will chop the chicken on the chopping boards and it has sent me a bit more funny recently because um, yeah like last year two people ended up dropping out so we only lived with two other people and now there's mm. two new people so that's even more kind of Neat traffic I'm an issue is, and yeah. So, yeah, you're like, the issue yes my, okay. my tongs that are mine get used to flip chicken like but obviously they're the only tongs we have so I'm just like oh it's fine I'll just wash them and it's fine so from the other yeah. perspective Callum you are the person who is using well not, those... the, not the spatulas if, if I can just put my name yeah, out actually, yeah you're not I, I think that's the important point for me I'm, I'm not desperate to become vegan for myself I think it first crossed my mind just out of being considerate because of the people I want to live with you too I think that was definitely the, the the first thing on my mind. It was like, you know, I don't want to be rude and I want to respect your views and stuff, so I need to make the change. It's like it's a religious cult. <laughs> no, no. But I think there's so many people, like you say, that are just straight up dismissive. Oh, you only vegan? What an idiot. Like, and, you know, they just dismiss it straight off. And, like, I think what it's do just you even important. Eat grass? Yeah, it's just important to be respectful and, you know, everyone's going to live their different life or whatever and I'm, I'm just trying to kind of make what little change I can so that yeah. our life living together what, will be better what than... I always say to people is if you know the reason why you're doing it it becomes a lot easier and like I say like, that's why I went vegan because I watched a five minute video of really like severe slaughterhouse footage of like I don't know if I want to say because it might upset people but it is the reality of like so like a dairy cow had been oh um, I mentioned that in my last one yeah, so I tried to overused and then just got run over by a digger and obviously watching that like or like the baby cows getting taken away from the mothers mm. that they have literally obviously been forming a connection with like any normal human and then just being taken away to either be shot if it's male because it can't be used for the dairy or used for dairy and then shot at the end anyway and then used for leather and everything else um but yeah like um this is the thing i want to show callum but every, every time i bring it up he's like no 
for like that's I don't why I don't think I'm it. at the right place to watch something like that. But, I mean, my my dad, um, he's he's not vegan, but he he really doesn't mind. Like he will quite often go out and just get vegan food. And at one point in time, he only drunk almond milk, and it was because he watched a similar video that was a, like a dairy cow and the kind of the awful life they have and um, he was like right that's it and we went to almond milk but it just became too expensive because then there was me my mum and my sister buying regular milk and him buying almond milk as well and so it lasted maybe a year two years and then he went back to, to dairy because cake but, and stuff because milk's in no, there. no 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 like he, he cut it out because he was like right I've seen it it's awful I want to make that change but my dad's the sort of person that's not like He's very much a convenience. He'll do stuff for mm-hmm. for the majority rather than selfishness. So he was like, right, I'm going to, even though I've made this positive change, I'm going to have to take that step back and go back to dairy because it's costing the family too much money and it's an inconvenience. Now, like, if I wasn't, like, 14, 15 at the time and had some better worldviews, I would have been like, no, like, you know, keep pushing for it and maybe we'll make the change with you rather than the other way. But, like... As a 15-year-old, I'm just ignorant. I was just like, oh, cool, we're, we're all back to the same milk. Happy days. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you are very considerate, and I think being aware is step one. Like, my stepdad, he's not got a clue. So he said to me the other day, you know, why... Um, I don't think it's fair that, you know, restaurants now have to put on vegan options but vegan restaurants don't put meat options on. But there's a thousand meat restaurants <laughs> and a small majority of vegan restaurants. Like, there's, you know, okay, I'm not even gonna, that's a, a, such a, a, a bizarre statement. <laughs> we can go, we could go into one, because the, the, you know, uh, all meat eaters mm-hmm. can eat plants. Yeah. But not people not who are vegan yeah. can eat meat. And it's not so much um, dietary choices because, you know, restaurants, meat restaurants are putting vegan options out for, you know, commercial purposes to, to make more money, to include more people. So, you know, more people can come to the restaurants and eat. But vegan restaurants are there from a moral standpoint. They don't want their business. They don't want to have a successful business and cause the death of animals yeah and it that's where it's come from so I, I don't know if you've seen the story and I'm sorry because I don't know the actual name of the, the place which is a bit unprofessional but I yeah, so it just came to my mind now <laughs> there, was done a, any research for there was a, a, a vegan restaurant um, somewhere in, in the UK mm. that you know everyone went to they loved it it was a, a really well respected vegan restaurant but then because of the pandemic and them losing business and oh I know what you're like saying, the yeah. energy bills and stuff they closed and reopened with meat options on the menu mm. which obviously upset like all of the regular clientele now I don't understand the point of that because surely because it was a vegan restaurant for so long all the meat eaters have already kind of written it off as a place they can't go to so now that it serves meat they're not going to know that unless it's like widely advertised and they probably won't go there anyway so, and is that worth you know risking this kind of clientele you've built up for years as an established vegan restaurant? I don't know, but and I, I saw that I, I didn't read into it. I don't know whether is it the exact same owners? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They, they just closed it down and reopened it with with meat options on the menu. Mm. See, it, it's one of them. I'm I'm aware of restaurants and cafes that are vegan commercially because it has become 
more commercialized there's more people who want these options so it is people are getting into it for the money aspect rather than the moral aspects um so you know if you just if you look at it like that it is probably just a a marketing point which i'm not too bothered about because the work that they're doing is still contributing towards good positive change if they make some money out of it i don't really care but yeah on another point i don't know whether you're watching this at the minute are you watching married at first sight no. no, because I'm not I sad. <laughs> oh, you've just offended I'm, so many I'm people. Not, I'm not a big reality TV person at all. I, I've never had a, an interest in that. Like, when people go, oh, have you seen the Love Island results tonight? And I'm like, obviously not. Stop asking me. You've been asking for the last three seasons. No, I'm I, not I, suddenly going to start I'm not watching any of that. This is more, this is more, this is a civilised Love Island, okay? <laughs> and because I've been at home for a few weeks, my mum's been watching it, I've been watching it. So, uh, is it, I mean, it's, pretty self-explanatory married at first sight you get paired with someone you get married and you see how it goes so how many divorces does that lead to <laughs> well I don't think they actually get married they're keeping the divorce registry I, open that's... yeah I don't think they actually legally get married I think it's like a ceremony and then through the episodes they decide whether they want to keep going so there's a couple uh, two women one of them is vegan and she said in her application she wants to be with another vegan and on the day the other woman turns out isn't vegan and she's really upset because that's the one thing that she wanted and they've, they've obviously done it to create some drama yeah. um, so we were watching it and my sister turned to me the other day and said would you be with someone who isn't vegan now and I thought about it for a few minutes and I thought if you asked me a few years ago yeah but now my, I think you know like I said before I've been in Manchester my views, I've researched it a lot more, and I said no. And they were like, oh, what? It's totally understandable though, because at this point, even if you meet someone in person, or you meet them on a dating site, you can you know, meet them based off the fact you're both vegan. You can set you know, on your, your dating profiles now, probably like to, oh yeah, I only want to meet vegan people. Or in restaurants, you might meet someone that, that's in that restaurant because they're also vegan in that restaurant. I think it's... Yeah, it's, it, it, I mean, it, it's similar circles. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to have... But the, my response was, you know, what do you think vegan vegan is to me? You know, that, you know that none of them are vegan. So they might just think you know, I like animals and it's kind of a dietary choice, you know, but they, they, they kind of took the standpoint of, you know, don't, you know, you shouldn't judge people and you, no, that, that's fine. I completely understand that. I wasn't vegan a lot long ago. It's not so much a dietary issue, you know, oh, you know, we'll have to make two meals or we have to go to certain restaurants. Oh, you know, it's a bit of pain in the bum. I don't really care about that. If you want to make the effort, that's fine. It's more for me, a moral standpoint. Mm -hmm. If I wouldn't go out with someone who smokes, not because it's an annoying habit and it smells I don't care about that you can do whatever you want it's more of I wouldn't want to be with someone who does something that harms them if I love yeah. that person I wouldn't want to see them harm themselves and if they don't want to change that would be a difficult thing to, to overcome totally understandable. And we, we know people who uh, have dated exclusively in like the vegan circle because it's it's not just for convenience but it's it is exactly what you just said, you know, if you don't agree on the moral, it's just an argument that's going to come up over and over and over and over well, again, and so why not eradicate it? I just it? kind of think, 
thought that's a really mean point. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but it's like if, if you you really like football, yeah. you start dating someone who did not just hates football. You can have different views, yeah. but doesn't understand why you like football so much. Yeah. I, I don't think that would fuss me because that's such a superficial thing. But this is actually a little time I was going to go on and ask ask you your opinion on. So we're both straight edge. Yeah. So how you wouldn't you know marry someone that's not vegan? Would you be able to marry someone that's not straight edge? Because for me, I have kind of different tolerances on that. If they were a drug user, it's kind of you know not happening at all. If they mm. smoke, it's not happening at all. But if they enjoy drinking. I've become so accustomed to every person I'm friends with drinking that I think I could tolerate it and, and be, okay, I will marry someone that drinks but not someone that does drugs or smoking, even though I disagree with all three of them. Where do you lie with that? Uh, so that's a good it's a tangent. podcast, Callum. No, 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 I'm because we, we talk about, uh, you know, dating people who aren't vegan. In terms of dating people who drink, that's that's more of... That's a life choice that doesn't affect animals yes yeah so well unless you have that prosecco or wine that's filtered through sheep's stomach oh yeah i read that the other day i, know, I, I was know. at um this like uni like thing a few like months ago and they were handing out prosecco and i was just drinking it and then i met this other guy who was vegan and he was like do you know like like i've not been drinking it because i didn't know if it was vegan or not and i was like because i don't really drink that much like ever i was just kind of having it i was like oh my god like I never had to think about that because I just don't really drink that much. Yeah, I, I don't drink, like, so I, I didn't... Oh my, oh my God, I felt so guilty for the rest of the night. I was just like, right, let's just pretend I didn't do that. <laughs> but like, I was just like, oh Because I think that would really, that would really, really limit your dating life if you were like, I'm only, <laughs> no, I'm only I, getting with a vegan straight edge yeah. person. You'd, that would really su- limit I you. I feel like you'd be surprised at how many uh, yeah, I agree, people but, probably don't drink. But yeah. when when you say that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of how things sound. When you say that... It does make me sound very picky. But also there's 8 billion people in the world. I'm sure you could find someone who... <laughs> True. But it, it, it's, it's not so much, you know, I'm, I'm being picky. It's like with, with veganism, I've not become more picky. It's it, it's like I, I know what I can eat rather than I don't want to eat those things, if that makes sense. It's, it's not... I've, if anything, I've become less picky. But if you're going to commit someone for a long time, you want them to, you know, fit a certain thing you don't want to you could you could always just convert someone what what would be what would be more positive now than if i married tomorrow i just marry the next vegan i see and then i can only i can only <laughs> the next vegan you see yeah and i can only you know eat vegan because that's their choice maybe that's the radical change i need yeah you can you can easily spot a vegan to just for um, i went my number at the end of the episode <laughs> yeah 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 I, I went to a a cafe in in wigan when i was back home and we sat down with my family and uh, we've never been there before and the waitress came over and mm-hmm. said, just so you know, we've not got the vegan chicken in. And I looked and thought, am I wearing my <laughs> vegan t-shirt? And she did just assume that I was vegan. But to be fair, I was wearing, on the back it said Sea Shepherd, which is, you know, yeah, yeah. A, a vegan conservation uh, group. So, and I looked at her and I was like, she's obviously vegan because she recognised that that is a vegan society. But she oh, she looked vegan to be fair. <laughs> yeah. It's just basically kind of like long hair, tote bag, or if you're a woman, short hair. Are you stereotyping? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's so true. I recently went on my first 
lads holiday. So I've been friends with the same group since I was uh, in school. And we were all very similar, similar morals and dietary choices. And as we've grown up, naturally, we've become interested in different things, still very good friends. So this is the first time I was kind of with them. And I kind of realized that this is the first time we've been away and I'm vegan and they're not. Um, it's not something I thought about, but then we had a house together. So we we ate out a lot, which which was fine. But then a few nights we decided to eat in and we went to the shop and started making things. And that's when it became apparent to me that, oh, they are all cooking chicken and meat, the same places that I'm gonna. And it, it, I, it was it really like, it really, it kind of upset me a little bit to know that I've kind of gone on a different path to my friends, but also upset that I would then have to cook on the same places that, you know, meat was cooked. So- I can see that problem arising with me because similarly, I went on my, like, my first large holiday this year. We went to the same place. Also to Cyprus, just different <laughs> times, yeah. And when they now know that obviously I'm friends with you you two and I'm eating more vegan food and stuff. And, <laughs> but every time it comes up and I go, oh, that, you know, um, I could get that vegan option on the menu, that looks quite nice or something. It's the same reaction and it's just, oh, you eat plants, oh, if, if you eat that in front of me, I'll, I'll hit you, or, or, like, it's just proper, like, over-the-top, lads, aggressive. The, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, we've drifted in very different, they're very much like, oh, football, lads, 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 and yeah. now it's, I paint my nails, I've got long hair, I'm interested in, like, you know, vegan metal food bands. and making films and metal music, so every time I see them, there's something to have a dig at, so why not <laughs> add veganism to the pile? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I can just keep going. But yeah, it is, <laughs> I, your, your friends must do the same every time you get vegan. Is it, oh, I just eating plants, what's the point? Uh, yeah, in terms of that, but I, I've always been slightly different to that. I, I, so they know who I am. Like, they know I've never drank. They know I, I don't swear. They know <laughs> I have long hair and paint my nails. That it, It's not so much that. They do kind of take the make of, in terms of being food. But uh, like my friend Matthew, for example, whenever he's with me now, he makes an effort to only eat vegan, which is very nice for him. So everyone goes through the journey at different points in their life. So it's not a sense of, you know, I'm, I'm, I would never want to guilt someone into doing anything. If I give them a fact and they feel guilty, that's, you know, that's their own mm. consciousness that, that feels guilty. Yeah. You can't force guilt upon someone. You, you can be condescending, yeah, but you that's... can't. Why I maybe don't really care anymore if I put something on my story or if I say something because I used to get a bit like, oh, should I be saying this? But like you just said, if they don't feel guilty, then that's fine. It's a bit psychopathic if they're killing an animal, but that's fine. Um, But yeah, I don't know if people get defensive because of that reason, like, you know, being like, oh, what are you eating plants for? Like, if they're being defensive because they know they're in the wrong, but they just kind of like the taste of it and don't want to change. So yeah, yeah. Whether people I, get defensive own... straight up because of that or whether they are just simply trying to joke around, but... Yeah, if I, if I say, you know, I don't eat cows because we we kill them in a horrible way and that's why, and but that's okay, I'm just going to go about my day and then suddenly they feel guilty... Is it because I'm holding up a mirror and it says, well, why don't I it's, think it's that? It's just a fact. I've experienced a lot, you know, because I've never drank. So if you go to yeah. a party and you say, oh, you don't drink, why? Yeah. And they get defensive. It's because, yeah. 
maybe I shouldn't drink. Yeah. You know, that's their own self-conscious. I feel like me and you have heard that a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you don't drink? Oh, I wish I could not drink. And then they're back with their bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> and Coke in the other hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just funny. Um, well, I'm the same. Like, I, I didn't really drink... You know, I'd go to the house parties where your friends are 15 and they're all starting drinking and mm. I didn't really drink till I was, like, a bit older. And I still have never been blackout drunk. I've only ever really been tipsy because I don't like the idea of, you know, like, being out of control. And I kind of said more recently to people, oh, I just it gives me a headache. It makes me, you know, just feel a bit sick. I think I might just pack it in. And they're all like, what, what for? Oh, you're boring. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it's just, I have been more fun if I'm sober because I haven't got this banging headache that's like distracting me from the conversations. So, yeah. So this has turned into a <laughs> straight edge no, podcast. I, I think it's just, it's, it's all about, I don't know your opinion, but like living, you know, like a, a kind of clean, a clean lifestyle. Like that's why I'm interested in veganism as well. Like because I could live that, that clean life that mm. no alcohol, no drugs, no meat, no smoking, just like a, a really is, nice and pure. Trying to be as absolutely healthy as humanly possible. I know you don't uh, eat bacon really that much, um, and but obviously you're against smoking, but this, the, the one fact that always stays in my head that you've probably heard me say a million times is that one ration of bacon is the same as smoking two cigs. I must have smoked a lot so of cigarettes in my life, so I've had a lot of bacon sandwiches. There you go. So like you're all against, oh, smoking is bad for your health, but then you eat red meat, which literally can give you all types of cancers and I'm heart disease. I'm just trying to collect them, just collect yeah. all these problems. <laughs> Yeah, we can joke until we're at your funeral thinking, oh, we, yeah. we told him. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. that's that's why I'm trying to make the change so that you don't have to attend my funeral and just laugh. <laughs> you can attend and be sad instead. No, but, but the thing is, like, <laughs> the, the reason that I've made a vegan podcast and not a straight edge podcast is because, even though I've been straight edge my whole life and only recently in the last year or two become vegan, is because it's something that affects other people other animals it, it's and you know the climate. and the climate and and the world you know yeah. it's a it's a, a bigger issue yeah. yeah if you want to if you want to kill yourself with alcohol <laughs> you know there's nothing i can do about that but if i can convince someone to eat something else that's <laughs> i just want to say i think there is something you could do about that you could possibly you know help them go to aa or, yeah, or help yeah. get them off let's not just say they're a lost cause no, 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 no. But, but you have this thing Harry where, like, if it's something you believe in, you're so brutal. This was when I used to say, you know, when I'd have, like, an anti-vegan argument and you just threatened to, like, murder my cats or something. I think you're very, like, you're not an extreme vegan, but sometimes the things you say are so extreme. So something that Callum brought up, I wondered if you, because I don't really have many vegan friends, but allegedly all vegans don't really like cats that much. Because I don't like cats, and apparently you don't like cats that much. Is this a thing? I don't really like cats. Yeah, wow. but that's what I mean. I'm so offended. The, the other vegans is... you've met, do they also not like cats? Because um, apparently Callum thinks it's a vegan thing that vegans okay, are like right, cats. Right, two points, no, no, two no, points. I know some cat-loving vegans. Right, okay. If you own an animal mm-hmm. as a, a, a vegan person, mm. are you helping that animal be on a vegan diet as well? Or do you just buy it the whiskers cat? Oh, that's another episode yeah, for another day. I don't know enough about kind of... Well, I, I just assumed, you being you, that that is something you would do. You wouldn't buy them... I've, I've done a lot of... I've done, so in cat food, like... So I used to be a dog fosterer, so we'd have dogs all the time, and we would feed them whatever, you know, standard dog food, which is... Which is um, meat, which comes from the leftovers from the animal agriculture business, um, like 
the male chicks that that um, get blended up that aren't used for eggs and things like that. Um, but that was before I was vegan. Since I've become vegan, um, my uh, last dog died and I haven't fostered any since, so I haven't come across that scenario. Mm-hmm. But since then, I have done a lot of research into, you know, can you give a dog a vegan diet and it'd be healthy? And there's a big movement and it is becoming, you know, backed up by science and that, you know, so we'll see where it goes with it. I can't talk too much on it because I've not done too much research yeah, on it. But I, well, I, I have read that you can give dogs vegan diets, like you say, but... Oh, my second point is that, that why that's an issue is because I really, really like a Savannah cat as a pet. Uh, and I was really hoping we'd all be on board with that. No, no, they're really big cats. Oh, like, no, they're I'm like, sorry, like dog-sized cats. cats. No. How cool is that? Because they're, they're, they're litter trained. No, no, no. Well, smell, smell. we might not be moving in together after all. <laughs> you can live outside with a cat, but I, for me, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a cat because... You, is that a serious actual proposal that you want a cat? I, I would really, really like it. So I, ha- I have four cats, and when we went to That's adopt... No way. When, we, when we went to adopt one of them, they had a Savannah cat in the, uh, the RSPCA, and it was just adorable. They're, they're so big and just really cute, but you have to... I, I believe you have to just have one because they're really, like, territorial... Uh, and they have to be in the house, so it's it's an indoor one-off house cat, which I think would be really really nice. No. So at the start of this episode, this was this was about you know we're going to live together, but now it's just, we've that we'll be taking applications <laughs> for a new roommate next year. Send them to door at this isn't real hotmail.com. Uh, would you like any final notes? No, I don't think so. I just hope people don't think I'm evil after this. No, people think you're lovely, don't be I think if you do a second season of this podcast once you're back from your year away, we could do a catch-up where I quite possibly could be vegan. Nah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, a, we'll do a year in review when I'm back. Yeah. And we'll... Let's see. Together. Yeah. I'm going to go try soy milk now. It's the last <laughs> on the list. Thanks for listening. Can we steal the idea of personal change? Because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. The brave man to be bad for us. Mr. Life and Lightness for the voiceless.